I'm Sven. I'm Britt. And we are the creators of Cozy Light Talk. Created to share our stories and our experiences of life. We hope you join us on this journey of growth, of creation, of excitement, of good feels, and of self-discovery while we learn and unlearn. Our hope is that you are inspired to do the same. Cozy up for Light Talk. We are joined by a special guest, Drew. Hello, everyone. It's great being here. Do you think as humans, we deserve a chance to fail? Great question. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see if I want to take the cynic route or <laughs> um, <laughs> be more direct. Because I think failure is inevitable. Um, I personally mm-hmm. believe that, you know, in life, it's, it's to be expected. Like, you're going to miss it. You know, there there's gonna be things that you you don't get one hundred percent correct or you know, opportunities that were missed or whatever. So I think you have to kind of embrace the thought that yes, you you deserve an opportunity to fail because in that you learn, you know. There's I'll I'll say it like this. You know the John Nelson book I was telling you about? Failing forward, his his approach is it's not so much the failures as much as it is your response to failure. Mm-hmm. And um, I think if you approach missed opportunities with that mentality, you'll be more forgiven for yourself when you do fail, and then you won't be so intimidated by the, the fear of failing, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, that was, I guess, a mix between the scenic and non-scenic uh, route. No, I like what you said, um, because... Like you said, um, I think I agree with what you said. Um, I think we all deserve to fail because for me, failing for me is like learned lessons. It's almost like, okay, I failed at this point here, but I can come stronger here because I can look back and see what I did, mm-hmm. you know, wrong in that, you know, in that. So it's almost like learning. Um, so we all um, deserve the opportunity to, you know, I mean, because nothing's perfect. Nobody's perfect. So we have to give that grace for our, to ourselves and others as well. I agree. I look at it like an opportunity for me to pivot, like for mm-hmm. me to be better for myself. Mm-hmm. So it's something that I know that whatever I'm selling it or giving to, like it's, it's something that I'm learning. Um, I'm learning how to get to that next step, that next level. You talked about um, failure, like not creating a level of fear, but, Mm -hmm. you know, it tends to create a level of fear. So, like, what is your biggest failure Mm -hmm. that you can recall? And was that level of fear there? Oh, my biggest failure. I don't. So for me, kind of, it's, it's kind of similar to that to the first question. Like, I don't know that when I was younger, I don't know that I, I had a, like one failure that stood out more than the others. But when I was younger, yeah, I was paralyzed. So, so I'll, I'll say it like this: um, I was very studious in high school, and you know, making A's was the thing. You got to make A's. You got to, you know, 
no bees, no whatever, right? And it just <laughs> kind of breeds uh, a mindset of, like, I'm associating my success with my how well I do it. Mm-hmm. You start mm-hmm. identifying with that, right? And so you would, I would be paralyzed in the sense of, like, it would cause me to overstudy, overprepare, just so that I wouldn't miss it or fail or get anything less than an A, right? Mm-hmm. So that's when I was younger. When you grow up, you start realizing that, um, you know, your definitions of success for yourself and things start to change. You start identifying with different things. And so these days, I think it's more so that I, I'm okay with missing it more than I used to when I was younger. So again, it's not like one big failure that stands out more than the others as much as it is. I fail a lot and I'm more okay with it now because my response these days is, like Brooke was saying, what what can I learn and what can I learn quickly? So I'm like continually paralyzed mm-hmm. by that thing, whatever it is. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. So um I I do have a big I something that I consider a a failure to me um was and it might not be to others, but um getting married and divorcing. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I I got married at a young age when I was in the military and, you know, I was pregnant and all these things. And for me, it was, okay, I need to do this the correct way, like the way that society thinks, says that it should be, the way that it should go, um, the way that um, religion and all that stuff says it should be in this marriage before, you know, a child. So I got married and um, shortly after I divorced and I think that for me, it was trying to do everything for it to work, you know, and not fail in that, you know what I mean? Like, so in in that trying to, you know, make it work and um, stay in it, I was forgetting about me. So, um, yeah, I, I had to divorce. But for me, marriage is something that you stick in and it's forever. So I feel like my decisions leading up to that was was wrong. So now going forward, I know that I got to, for me, it has to be more than um, because there's a baby involved or, you know, I need to marry this person or this, that, and the third, you know, so the that's the lesson that I've learned in it. So to me, that was a huge failure because I never wanted to be married and divorced because of you know um, differences or whatever the case is. You know, like so. I don't know if that makes sense to y'all, but for me, that was that was huge. That was a huge failure for me because I didn't like how it looked to everyone else. You know what I mean? So. Do you still feel that way? Um, I don't because I I feel like I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now if I was still in it. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like um I feel like I've grown so much and that person was kind of like not really growing. I mean, they're still the same today. So I feel like I made the right decision, but at the time it was a huge failure. It felt like it that to me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, so, so. I guess that kind of raises the point, right? Like uh, your definition of success was fueled a lot by public perception and what mm-hmm. people think and all that. What people think, exactly. Right. How but it looked. That you, <laughs> now that you've grown out of that and, you know, you've, you've kind of 
identify with other things in terms of, you know, what success looks like for you. Do you, I, I don't know, I have a hard time calling it a failure. You know, maybe, maybe it was, you know, something that wasn't ideal for you at that point in time, but you learned and you learned a lot. And now, you know, I'm not sure of your relationship status, but if you meet someone um, or have, have already met someone, you're going into it with a completely different perspective than mm-hmm. the original one, one that you really wouldn't have had. had you Without that experience. That. Exactly. Right. Yep. Right. Exactly. That makes, and you said that perfectly. So, yeah, I think that that is something that I I'm probably needed to experience as well, too, like you said. So I guess it's not necessarily a failure, but to me, like, that's something that I thought at the time was, you know, so. Yeah. Well, so, I, won't, yeah. I won't go so far as to say that you had to go through it. You know, I don't. I don't well, that's true. <laughs> but, I, but I will say, but, but I, I mean, I think that's the theme of the conversation so far is. You know, we life isn't black and white. I know we have things in our mind in terms of how we want things to exist for us and play out for us. But life has had so much gray area. And so it's I think the theme is more so embracing the mindset that if this ends up ideally like how I want it, cool. If it doesn't, cool. How mm-hmm. am I going to respond if it doesn't, you know? Right. And really, if you've never failed, have you tried anything new? Right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like. Um, I would say for me, my biggest one, I started a business Mm -hmm. um, right after college with um, a friend of mine. I remember this. (laughs) Yes. I was so hyped for Listen, I was hyped for this. (laughs) I was so hyped. (laughs) Yeah, I had a whole business. Like, I really dedicated my time, my energy, like made a whole thing about it. And I remember trying to make it work right with this person and um, because I didn't want that perception, you know, that perception of failure. Because up until that point, like what you said, like younger, you know, being studious and making great grades and everyone sees that you're in all of these things. And then you get to this point and no one ever saw me like fail publicly. Right. So, like, having that perception and just still trying to be perfect, I guess, in a sense, um, and staying in that and trying to work through that because I did not want to fail. And I had to let it go. And I failed. I Mm -hmm. failed. And it it was something that, like, kind of made me afraid to, like, try that again, in a sense. Um, just because I knew I was like everybody knows. You feel like everybody knows, mm-hmm. right? That you failed. Yeah, but you you gotta go through that, you know, like because now your competency is different. You had an experience, um, mm-hmm. like like what Britt was saying earlier. You had an experience, it wasn't ideal in terms of how it played out. But right. you come up you come out on the other side of that with this new ex- set of expertise, this new skill set, this new competency, you know how to relate to the problems that presented itself in that mm-hmm, that right. future in a different way. Um, and so I guess, you know, there are so many achievers that we know like failed a lot before they reached their milestone mm-hmm. achievement. And so they, many. So you know many. what I'm saying? And they, <laughs> and they respond to the, the failure, mm-hmm. quote unquote, 
fast, you know, and they, they keep they keep going and they keep trying their resiliency, their ability, to, their ability to bounce back. They, they've mastered that, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like for me. I just wish I would have uh, developed that value of resiliency sooner. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? Yeah. Because that's really hard to when you're in it, mm-hmm. you're, mm-hmm. you don't see that. You just see like this big. Thing, right it's like it's almost like you're walking around with that on your forehead like yep. failure yeah but you don't see that and so to see like like you said skills and um just learning topics that have come out of that or that have propelled you into your life into your next you know yeah like the you deserve i mean yeah you, you deserve to fail you need to miss it you need because you're going you need to learn like how many times do we practice multiplication tables and like man over and over and over again but but now like we're we're faster and that came from the practice the trial and error error the the bouncing back when you try to do this again you know when we were younger Mm -hmm. and i i mean i i see i see it there in academics but i wish i would have applied that kind of bounce back mentality in other areas of my life but you can do that i can now now I'm, i'm doing so yeah I'm yeah so let's talk about that like going from that to now like mm-hmm. um what what do you think that you've developed like skill wise uh great question so i started a business as well a freelance multimedia production business 2009 was a terrible businessman terrible entrepreneur and in many ways i'm still you know have so much more room to grow um on both sides, on, on two sides, the customer service side. So, you know, struggled with follow through, struggled with hitting deadlines. Uh, I, I held a position of, um, you know, I'm the authority on this. You can't tell me how I'm supposed to produce this for you. You know, just arrogant in that sense, right? And then on the other side, the skill side, like, took on projects that I didn't have the skill set for um, in the sense of, like, it. That, that, and that caused me to underestimate uh, how long things would take me, right? So mm-hmm. when it comes to programming or, or or website design, any of that stuff, like I just didn't have the skill that I thought I had, right? So that that was how I kind of started my entrepreneurial efforts when back then in 2009. These days, though, I'm way faster. I can gauge my time differently. Um I recognize the impact of poor customer service and how that could mess up your reputation. So <laughs> I do a lot of things to try to over accommodate my clients. Um, I recognize when things hit my desk, when they are too big for me to handle by myself, I'm able to, you know, delegate, or if I just can't handle the project, I just won't take it on. You know, it's not the mm-hmm. client for me. I'm not the, I'm not the producer for them. But that was, I'll just say that was over 10 years ago. Right. Um, <laughs> And so, like, yeah, I've I've learned through a lot of poor conversation. I'll say it like this. I had to film a wedding once. Went into it, thought I had it down, and so many things went wrong. <laughs> I should have had a team there. I should have had backup drives. Like, this is somebody's wedding, right? It's very important to me. So I had lost some footage and, and, and just made a, a terrible experience for the brother. And the groom was upset in the sense that it's his rock, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he's upset because she was. And so that I 
I walked out of that experience like I'm hanging the business up. I can't do this to people anymore. Um, but I didn't, you know, I didn't quit. I just I tried again and kept trying and kept trying mm-hmm. and got better and you know was able to be more wise with my decision making when it came to selecting clients and taking on projects that of that size mm-hmm. for sure. Say for myself, I developed this motto, um, like, as dope as I am right now, I'm only going to get doper. Like, that's my motto. (laughs) And that's in every area in life. Like, you know, there's always a next level. There's always a push. There's always something to be learned. So even though we make a mistake or there's an error, like, there's something to learn from every situation, every single person that you interact with, there is something to be learned. There's not a level that you reach that you made it right. Mm -hmm. You never made, you, you never will hit a ceiling because if you hit a ceiling, then that means that it's over and it's not over because we get a chance to create opportunities for ourselves and learn and develop our skills and Mm -hmm. yeah, just be better humans. Yeah. Thanks. I like that. Love that. I am now. I'm only gonna I'm only get doper. I'm only gonna get doper. Hey, that's it. It only goes up from here. Thanks. Love it. Just to echo the, the earlier point, like I just really wish that I had embraced that mentality a lot sooner in life, mm-hmm. a lot earlier in life. Um, because yeah, you're right. Like it's every opportunity is everything that you go through, positive or negative, is a learning opportunity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just from a metacognitive point of view, it's just bird's eye view looking down. What happened? What I do right? What I do wrong? Can I tweak it? Can I fix it? With mm-hmm. respect to the things I can control? And um, let's move on. Keep it going. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Any words of wisdom? It's not. Nothing's going to always be perfect. You're not going to always get it right. You know, the first time, the second time, the third time, I don't know how many times, but just don't stop because, you know, um, it can't be perfect or we can't perfect it if we haven't learned anything. So when we fail, we just just look at it as like you're learning to do it even better the next time. So try not to let, you know, a failure overwhelm you too much. Because it's just like a learning lesson, or it's just learning. So mm-hmm. that's what I want to say. Failure is an opportunity for you to create your now and even your future. Um, it's an opportunity to grow, to advance in all areas. Like that one single failure can trickle down into all aspects of your life. So don't give up, keep pushing. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Hey. I think that's the theme of the conversation has been just bounce back and respond to failure appropriately. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Edison and the light bulb, I think he had like a thousand something different experiences before he actually got it to work. The I'm Wright telling. brothers, the Ooh. Wright brothers, when they were building their planes, you know, they had so many prototypes that just did not take flight. Um, but the one time they got it, because they didn't you know, embrace the failure, fear, fear of failure. Or ne- I'm never going to get it. And, you know, they, perfection really wasn't their charge as much as it was. We want to keep trying to build this, keep trying to be, and eventually now we have airplanes flying all over the world. Um, and so 
I guess my takeaway personally is is just that, like, you know, business, relationships, my things on my job, whatever it is, I try my hardest these days to be more graceful towards myself, mm-hmm. more forgiving towards myself, and let myself off the hook, you know, not perfect, you failed, just adjust and keep it back. Adjustment, that's it, make your adjustments, yes. For sure. Awesome, guys. Awesome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for you know joining us on this episode. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, first of many, maybe possibly. Yes, of course, of course. (laughs) (laughs) We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Bye, guys. Adios.